Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Join us live Tuesday nights at 7 Pacific or by podcast anytime throughout the academic year. Listen live at blogtalkradio.com slash Insider or by podcast each week over iTunes or at our conference website, GNACsports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly. Welcome and thanks for joining us for another issue of GNAC Insider. We're very happy to have you with us as we're going to talk tonight about football, volleyball, and soccer. We've got lots of goings on to keep you updated about, and we're going to cover it all on this edition of GNAC Insider. So thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate you joining us, whether you join us live, which you can do every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Maybe you catch us by podcast, and we appreciate that as well. Or maybe you go to GNACsports.com, get your regular fill of what's the latest in the GNAC, and you catch us there. However you catch us, we appreciate you tuning in to GNAC Insider. But if you want to listen live, it's Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G-T-A-L-K Radio, dot com slash GNAC Insider. That way you can actually listen to the show live. And if you wish, you can call in and talk to one of our guests. And we're going to have some great guests tonight. But before we get to our guests, let me get to our co-host on the show, Evan O'Kelly. Evan, how are you tonight? Well, I'm doing well, Kevin. It's always a pleasure to be with you here on GNAC Insider. Hey, I really appreciate the show you put together tonight. We've got a great show, a little football a little uh, volleyball, and a little soccer. Yeah, it'll be great. We'll get to hear from uh, a lot of different sports from around the GNAC. You know, this football season has been an amazing one. It seems to me as soon as somebody takes over first place, you know, it makes them a target. Somebody else is going to turn things up and down, upside down. It's going to be fun to talk to uh, Victor Santa Cruz of Azusa Pacific uh, coming up. Yeah, it's been kind of back and forth. And, well, at least we know no one's really going to run away with the title this year. I would say not. Hey, thanks, Evan. We'll catch you a little bit later in the show. I know you're going to line up our guests here. Evan acts really more in the background than he does in the foreground of the show, but does so much, and I appreciate it. We've got a great lineup. We've got Victor Santa Cruz, Azusa Pacific football head coach. They're coming off a very dramatic, exciting uh, victory over Western Oregon at Monmouth. Then, a little bit later in the show, Chris Green. Alaska Anchorage Volleyball Head Coach, and he's got his program really on the groove. And then Freddie Razzo. How's this? I think they've played seven soccer games this year. He scored in every single one of them, which is pretty amazing. So lots of fun tonight here as we move into the interview segment of GNAC Insider. And as I mentioned, uh, Victor Santa Cruz, Azusa Pacific Head Football Coach, will be our first guest. Seventh season as head coach at Azusa Pacific. APU has won three of four GNAC games this season, seven of its last eight going back to last year. And the Cougars now are currently tied for first place in the GNAC, and they had a heck of a game. I'm sure uh, had a lot of people on the edge of their seats in Monmouth on Saturday. Coach, thanks for joining us on GNAC Insider. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm going to let you have the opportunity. I know it had to be just a a crazy end of that game on uh, Saturday, but Tell me, for our listeners who maybe haven't heard anything about it, give us a little snapshot about the game. Well, it was a classic GNAC battle. Yeah, and I, you know, I try to talk to my – I tell my team this, and I tell 
the people who don't know about GNAC football is that, uh, you know, when you get into a GNAC game, it's a heavyweight fight all the way to the end. And, you know, we got up on, on Western Oregon, and, you know, we, we were up uh, 15 points. Well, at that time, we knew Western Oregon and uh, Coach Ferguson's team, they don't quit. And they uh, end up, you know, finding a way to, to claw their way back into this. They uh, they end up uh, getting an onside kick to get the last possession to uh, to go ahead and, and have a get a get a touchdown to, with a chance for the two point conversion to tie it up. Thankfully, our guys were finding a way to to not let them convert two point conversion. And at that point, we secured the uh, final onside kick and able to close the game out with the victory formation. So, uh, really proud of the guys that we have for the the fight they had to close find a way to win it. And I'm proud of the coaches and our staff to make the adjustments necessary. But uh, obviously, a great deal of respect for uh, Western Oregon Wolves because uh, they play great football. And, and like all the GNAC teams out there, uh, it's it's a, it's a game to the very end. I want to talk about uh, Western Oregon here for a minute. But first, your team, I mean, you, you, you have two possessions at the end of the game. That had to be tough. Fourth down when, you know, they've been moving the ball um, a lot more than you want them to. And the game's coming down to this one two-point conversion, and right. your team makes the play. Right. Well, I think one of the great things about uh, our guys is they're, they're, they know, and we talk to them all the time, is that, uh, it, you know, the games could come down just to one play. And uh, the way we practice, things we do, I think our guys were composed enough to, to, to believe that they're going to be able to close it out with that, that last two-point conversion to defend it. Uh, but we also know is that every team we play in this league has got a chance to, to really take it to you. And so you better be prepared for, for a, uh, a four-quarter fight. And so excited. And I think our fans, all the GNAC fans out there, should be really proud of this league because it's just such great football. And what a crazy season it's been, really. Oh man, it's it's crazy. I mean, uh, you know, to to see the ups and downs, and you know, Dixie's coming on strong right now. Uh, to to see what's happened there. Obviously, Central Washington is the good old Central Washington. Yeah, you know, they're 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 the big boy in the block. They've been on, and so it's you know, it's it's just a great football league. So let me have you uh, talk a little bit about some of your uh, players. Uh, your linebacker, Sean Barber. Yes. Yes. Well, Shante, he's a, he's a fifth-year senior, and I, I would love that everybody had a chance to meet him if they could because he is one special young man. Uh, you know, he's, he does an excellent job in, in the classroom. Uh, as far as preparing for a team, an upcoming game, I mean, he is a student of the game, watches as much film as he can, uh, and also uh, always carrying his notebook around to take notes of the game plan, take notes of what his opponent is. And then on the field, He's uh, he's just really the field general of the defense, able to make some calls and, and rally the guys and just be a, a, a really uh, a great motivator for all the group. But then, you know, you look at him athletically, is, uh, you know, he can run. He can run well. Uh, he's got he's one of our uh, clean and jerk record holders here. And, you know, the other thing that people I don't think give him enough credit is he's also our punter, and he's he's got a pretty good average right now. What an athlete. But when you've got those leadership capabilities at the linebacker position, that's really something special, isn't it? It's really special. So, you know, I think just classic football defenses, uh, defense needs, you know, just like the offense of the quarterback, defense needs a linebacker. They're kind of holding it all together from the back end to the front end. And, and Sean does a great job with that. He understands the whole scheme. He understands uh, what they've got to do in the back end as well as matching it up with the front end. And, and so yeah, I think what he does he does a great job of just bridging the gap of uh, communication between those two groups and helping getting everybody on the same page. Let me give you a chance to talk about some of your other defensive stars. Great, great. 
Well, I'll tell you the thing I like to, the guys the guys we you know particularly like is you know right now guys playing good ball is our two corners that are seniors uh, Silas Goma and David Smith. Um, you know they're they're rangier athletes. They're both about six one. But uh, once again, just you've got guys who look to compete every day in practice. Uh, great gentlemen off the field. And it's the thing about them is you know I, I love and we tell them is that you know we we really want to play a game and not know you're even out there. And that's really a great it's a job of a great corner is that you know obviously we want interceptions from them, but to know that they're not being able to catch balls on you is a really uh, is a great thing for our defense. Because we play more of a pressure oriented defense, so our corners have got to be able to play a lot of man coverage. And um, and just be able to match up with some of the which is some very talented receivers. I know Western Oregon, um, you know they've got some they got some tall receivers. I'll tell you that. Did you see their roster? Have you seen how tall they are? You see them in person. That is all six seven. That number eight is all six seven. So uh, <laughs> and, and, he, and he caught a great one in the end uh, to to get a score uh, and get Western Oregon where they were back in the game like that way. But uh, I tell you. Uh, that's you know you got Lamar Durant we got to face this week and so uh, they've got him posted on the as a starter coming back so we'll see him back in the back in the game and uh, you know I think he's an outstanding next level player and you know but every everybody in this uh, league I think has got a receiver that either height wise or especially skill wise you got to have the corners to play so you know in the D line for us defensively you know I think we're, we've got some pretty good seniors in Matt Moody and uh, Anafi Fumai and uh, Jimmy Young. Who, uh, as far as those guys go, uh, they've been in the program quite a while, and uh, you're seeing them try to finish out their senior year well with uh, some leadership and also some some real tenacity how they play. And I, what I like about our defensive line this year is that we have some depth, so we're able to roll out and keep some people fresh. So we're able to play a lot of bodies uh, as we as we go in each game. We're almost out of time, but I want to give you a chance to talk about your quarterback, who looks like a double threat to me, run and pass, and your kicker. Right. Who had a huge game on Saturday. Well, I'll talk about the kicker first and Jamie Cacciatore. Jamie's a, a true sophomore, and, you know, you've seen him just be a, uh, somebody you can count on. Uh, in, in the league where we're at, where it is such, such a tight game, you know, uh, I've, I've made the quote, it's like SEC football. What I mean by that is there's great defenses. It, it goes to the very – it's all four quarters, and you're going to have to kick field goals in this league to be able to win, win games. And so Jamie gives us that ability. Uh, he also does the kickoff duties, and I think he does a, a fine job with that. You know, speaking of Dazma Stewart, though, he's our, he was the original starting quarterback uh, when we played Grand Valley State. Uh, unfortunately, he took a hit to the shoulder, separated his shoulder that week. Uh, but, you know, he uh, he came back, and now he's he's healthy, he's strong, and I think he got a chance to see what he can do this last weekend where he is a dual threat. He can make make plays with his legs, and but he's got the height and the, and the strength about him to keep his vision downfield so that uh, he can definitely uh, – Instead of running it, he could flush out of the pocket and be able to hit you down, hit, hit the passes that are open, uh, opening up as the uh, as the coverage starts to give way because of the scramble. You got a tough game coming up, Simon Fraser this Saturday. Right, tough game, tough game, and you know we're coming down to our place. Uh, but what we talk about here is if it's a league game. It is a tough game. I think we we have a tremendous respect for the coaches in this league, tremendous respect for the players in this league. Uh, we're excited to have a home game. We're excited for our fans. We think we have one of the best. Uh, college football environments for Division Two, and our fans are going to be loud. It's going to be an amazing carnival experience. Uh, but I tell you, this is uh, being a newcomer to the league, uh, second year, we have tremendous respect for who we are, and we're so proud to be a part of this great league. Well, we are great. Uh, you're a great member of the league, and it'll be a great matchup on Saturday. Coach, thank you so much for being with us tonight on GNAC Insider. Hey, not a problem. You have a great one now. 
You too. That was a, a very uh, articulate, and I'd love to hear the passion when he talks about SEC football and uh, GNAC being uh, the the SEC of Division Two football. That is, I'll tell you what, that is a spectator sport, and uh, he makes you want to be there on Saturday to see that game against Simon Fraser. So that is uh, coming up. We're going to be having Chris Green, Alaska Anchorage volleyball head coach, join us in just a few minutes on GNAC Insider. Now we take a trip around the GNAC. For their Make-A-Wish record-setting fundraising effort, Division II schools across the nation made headlines last week. The NCAA Division II Student Athlete Advisory Committee helped raise more than half a million dollars for Make-A-Wish, a program dedicated to supporting children who are fighting tough illnesses. This year's record total broke last year's mark by almost $50,000. In Seattle, the men's soccer team at Seattle Pacific enjoyed an upset of the number one team in the NCAA last week, earning GNAC Team of the Week honors. Seattle Pacific beat Simon Fraser 2-1 to and has not lost a match over its past eight contests dating back to its first game of the season. Bellingham rejoiced as the Western Washington women's soccer team beat Seattle Pacific at home and remained undefeated in 2013. The Vikings remained number two in the NCAA rankings, while SPU dropped out of the top 25. The Vikings volleyball team moved up two spots in the NCAA top 25 this week, landing at number seven in the latest poll. Also from Bellingham, Western Washington has announced that progress towards an all-weather turf field is underway. The field surface, along with full amenities including bleachers, lighting, restrooms, and utilities, is expected to be fully functional in the spring of 2014. In Monmouth, the Western Oregon women's soccer team is building momentum after a pair of shutout victories last week. Western Oregon now has seven shutouts this season and hasn't allowed a goal in its past three matches. In Salem last week, the Alaska Anchorage cross-country teams swept the team titles at the Willamette Invitational. In St. George, Utah, the Dixie State football team is coming off a big home win over Simon Fraser and has now won two games in a row to pull its GNAC record to 500. Moving to Nampa, the Northwest Nazarene men's soccer team extended its winning streak to three games in a row with a pair of shutouts last week. In Anchorage, the University of Alaska Anchorage volleyball team recorded a pair of shutout victories to remain undefeated in GNAC play. Alaska Anchorage is now 6-0 in conference play and has sole command of first place in the GNAC standings. The Red Lions Student Athletes of the Week for the period ending October 6th can be found at GNACsports.com. Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With plush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants, and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotels. There's always a Red Lion nearby. Why choose Western Washington University? Complete your education in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns. Immerse yourself in Western's 160 academic programs. 
ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. You just heard the the, uh, news item a minute ago about the success that Chris Green and Alaska Anchorage Volleyball is having so far this season. And we're delighted to welcome Coach Green onto the program tonight. Coach, thanks for being with us. So, your team's uh, had quite a start here in its GNAC schedule. Thank you. Yeah, we... uh... We've uh, played a little bit better, and in, uh, in, in, since conference has started, we had a, you know, we had a tough pre-conference uh, schedule, and I think that prepared us well for uh, for GNAC. Did you do that on purpose to kind of test yourselves a little bit, kind of condition yourselves? You know, we we do try and play the California teams in region play, and um, yeah, we're trying to play the best teams we can, see where we stand. Well, now you've got six wins, no losses to start the conference season. Is It's your best start in GNAC. Is this your best team, do you think? You know, offensively, we've been uh, turning things around. We were, uh, we, we have some very dynamic hitters. Uh, they have, early in the season, uh, we're a little inconsistent maybe, and uh, they're starting to become a lot more consistent. And, and, yeah, you know, athletically, I think this is our best team. Let me give you a chance to talk about some of those uh, players uh, individually. You know, our two offensive weapons are uh, Julia Mackey. She's a sophomore from Fairbanks. Uh, she plays on our right side. Uh, very good, very good offensive player and a very good blocker. And then uh, we have an outside hitter, Caitlin Zanders, also from Alaska, from uh, Anchorage here in Anchorage. And uh, she's doing a great job for us, uh, becoming more and more consistent and only a sophomore. So we expect some great things out of both of those those young ladies over the next two and a half years. And I know when we talk defense, Quinn Barker, your uh, libero, uh, has been uh, having quite a year. You know, defensively, we, we do do a very good job. Quinn is a transfer from Central Arizona College. And so this is her first year with our program, and she's done a great job so far uh, all over the court. She's a, a probably only 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, uh, bodies all over the floor making digs. Uh, great ball control kid. And, and you know, we have some great defensive players all the way around, uh, all six rotations. We have some good defensive players in the backcourt. That must, uh, I mean, give your team confidence when you have a strong defensive unit. It, you know, um, you know the saying is defense wins championships, and we uh, we are uh, confident that we can keep, you know, we can keep other teams from from getting the kill. And uh, yeah, that that dig that you make is, uh, you know, sometimes it, it just makes a it's a momentum shifter if you can make a great dig and then capitalize on that dig and 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 win the rally. Maybe a little bit demoralizing for the opposing team as well, huh? Exactly, you know. Uh, they have some. There are some great hitters in, in our conference, and if you're able to uh, get them a little frustrated, that's that's uh, good news for us. Yeah. Now you've got an opponent coming up this week. Just one game this week, but I know you don't want to overlook Fairbanks. No, you know, last year uh, we played them to the wire. Uh, both matches were five and went all the way to I don't know I think both matches were 15-10, 15-11 something like wow. that in the fifth game and um you know it's a rivalry game and or uh, you can throw the records out the window and hopefully we play well enough to uh to be competitive and 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 it, I'm sure it's going to be a great game in Fairbanks this uh Saturday. And they've been playing uh, better here in the last couple of weeks, have they not? 
You know, on Saturday they upset uh, Western Oregon and, and played very well. They had a, a statistically did a great job, better than we did. You know, we played them Thursday, and then they played uh, Western Oregon on Saturday, and statistically actually uh, looked better than we did on paper. So uh, we'll have to play well. Very good. Now, you look at the standings. Uh, I know Western Washington's not a team that uh, anybody's going to overlook. Tell me how you feel about the overall uh, volleyball standings this year. Well, um, you know, we were uh, lucky enough to uh, get a couple wins on the road to start out. Just to start out the conference play in Seattle Pacific and or Central Washington and Northwest Nazarene on the road. Those were two huge wins for us, two very good teams. Um, Western Washington, of course, is, you know, ranked number seven in the country. And, you know, they're the team to beat. Uh, statistically, they are unbelievable, you know, a great team. And we have them next weekend. So uh, we're looking forward to that match. But we can't, like you said, we can't look ahead to them. We have a couple matches before that match. And I'm hoping that we can uh, still be right up there with no losses when we meet them. Long term, you've got to be excited about the arena, the Alaska Airlines uh, Arena. Uh, what is it? A, a year from now? Uh, next year, will you be in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we are very excited. Uh, I think everything's on schedule. We uh, we're planning on moving in uh, in July, and so yeah, in August, end of August, we'll probably have our alumni game and then have our opening tournament in September. So we're hoping that everything goes as planned, and and we're in there for uh, for our first year. Uh, you know, our first uh, season will be there next year. Well, I know, I know you're looking ahead to next year, but you're looking really ahead to this week. And I wish you luck this week against uh, Fairbanks. All right, thank you very much. Thanks, Coach, very much for being with us here on GNAC Insider. Chris Green, the volleyball coach, has got his team off to a six and zero start in the Great North Northwest Athletic Conference. It's time for a look at the upcoming schedule this week in the GNAC. In football, Dixie State will clash with Central Washington in a matchup between two teams that have each won two games in a row. In other action, Humboldt State is at Western Oregon, while Azusa Pacific hosts Simon Fraser. In men's soccer, Montana State Billings and Northwest Nazarene will face each other on Saturday after each team won both of its games last week. Simon Fraser will host Western Washington as it looks to recover after its first loss of the season, while Seattle Pacific plays host to St. Martin's on Saturday. Women's soccer teams have a busy week as all eight teams are set for a pair of conference matches. Number two, Western Washington travels to Simon Fraser on Thursday before a rematch against Seattle Pacific in Seattle on Saturday. Western Oregon will look to extend its three-match unbeaten streak with games at St. Martin's and Northwest Nazarene this weekend. GNAC cross-country runners are busy this weekend, with five schools participating at the Western Washington Invitational on Saturday in Bellingham. In volleyball, number 7 Western Washington hits the road to take on St. Martin's and Western Oregon as it looks to extend its four-match winning streak. Meanwhile, Alaska Anchorage will make the short trip to Fairbanks to put its six-game winning streak on the line in hopes of maintaining its spot atop the GNAC standing. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. 
GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with the cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. We're going to talk soccer now. We're very happy to have with us a member of the Northwest Nazarene men's soccer team, and he is the GNAC Offensive Player of the Week, junior forward, transferred from Irvine Valley College, and has scored in all eight games he's played in this season. And in use won three games in a row, off to a very good start in the conference schedule, and playing Montana State Billings this week, a team they are tied with in the standings. So a big game coming up for... The Crusaders, uh, Freddie uh, Raza was with us. Uh, hey, Freddie, thanks very much for being with us tonight. No, thank you for having me. So, tell me, uh, GNAC Player of the Week, how does that feel? Well, it feels great. Um, excited to get a little recognition and um, just happy the team's playing well. The team has played well, outscored its opponents, what, 7 nothing in the last two games. Tell me about, it uh, sounds like you've got some momentum. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, the, these last couple of uh, years, I've been getting some good training, and um, it's paid off. It's carried on since uh, Irvine, and trying to do it here at uh, Northwest also. Tell me about your career at Irvine. Uh, it was it was awesome. Um, we had great coaches, and um, I had good teammates uh, who assisted me very well, and I was able to put a lot of gold in the net. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's got to be a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, well, speaking of uh, goals in the net, you've had a guy help you out getting holes in the net, goals in the net this year, uh, Jaime Torres. Yeah, Jaime's a wonderful player. You know, he's he's very good on the ball and always finds me in the right in the right time. You know. How have you guys been able to 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 find that chemistry so quickly? You know, in your first year playing together. Uh, just I don't know. Our team's just easy. Easy to get along with, you know. Uh, since first week we were all here, you know, we all just bonded very, really, very well and um, just formed a little family, and it's paid off. I know the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit for that when they can meld a bunch of kids coming in from different parts of the country. Talk about your coaching. The coaching has been uh, great. Um, it's a uh, They've they've actually set up a couple of uh, events that have helped the team uh, team uh, develop the great uh, chemistry in there. We've done some off uh, soccer events and trips with the team and just formed uh, good bonds with the team. Well, that's cool. That's got to have you looking forward to the rest of the season. Now you got a big game yeah. coming up this week against uh, MSU Billings. Uh, they've got a little momentum going on themselves. They do. They do. Uh, every every game's hard. It's not easy. It's not every game, every uh, every opponent we play against. But um, I'm very look, I'm very excited and looking forward to this match. And hopefully my 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 streak continues. And I'm sure the team will play well. <laughs> Have you ever had a streak like this where you've scored in every game? Uh, I don't know. I I, I don't remember. <laughs> I just I don't worry too much about goals. I just they happen, they happen. You know, I just want to get that W at the end of the uh, game, man. I guess um, that's it. Once you start looking too much, 
if you start looking for you know too much for your own uh, shot, I guess uh, you're hurting the team, huh? Yeah, yeah. So if I get a go, I get a go. If I don't, I just want that W at the end of the day. And luckily, I've helped the team uh, put some, put some goals in the net, and uh, we we've been lucky. And let's let me give you a chance to talk about uh, the dif- the defensive effort of the Crusaders. Like I said, a couple of shutouts in a row. Uh, what players do you think are really key contributors for you on defense? Um, our defense has um, we've we've gone hurt, so it's been a it's been a fighting a struggle, it's a battle in the back because uh, we've gone some injuries, but we tried to work on it. And Alfredo, um, Juan, Dan have done wonderful things in the back. Luke Cross has assisted me a lot too this season. He's been phenomenal in the back. Well, it sounds like it's been a team effort, but I appreciate your spreading the credit around. Uh, Freddie, thanks very much for being with us tonight on GNAC Insider. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much. So that's about it for us tonight. It's been a fun show. Let me welcome back onto the program here for a minute. A uh, chance to uh, say goodnight. Uh, Evan O'Kelly, Evan, thanks very much for being with us. We appreciate it. Well, yeah, Kevin, it was uh, great to hear from some of those guests, and it'll be interesting to see this uh this week in men's soccer, you know, you got five teams within five points of each other there at the top of the standing, so it should be a pretty interesting week. Yeah, we've got some interesting races developing, and uh, really it seems like in all the sports. This, for me, is kind of the fun time of the sports uh, calendar when you get deep enough into the schedule where, you know, the games start to, to kind of – you know at the beginning of the season they're important, but you really don't have the context. You know what I mean? Now you've got a good sense of uh, – knowing what the consequences of each result are. Yeah, and as the playoff picture really starts to develop here, you know, they're, the soccer teams in particular are six games in. they got eight games to go, and especially on the women's side, those top four spots are coveted playoff berths, and it'll be a real battle to capture those. That sure will be. Hey, Evan, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it and for putting the show together so well as you do every week. And I recommend everybody to keep track of what's going on at GNACsports.com. We'll be back here every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, and we'll give you a great recap then. But before before Tuesday, you can get your fill of GNAC Sports by going to the website, GNACsports.com. Good night. Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash Insider, or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio.